0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Isaiah Show, the podcast about everything. This is the first episode of this podcast, so there's not really anything for me or anyone else to reference right now. So you guys might be confused as to what this is and what it's about, um, because everything is a very, very broad term. I do understand that. Um, so to sort of explain that, I wanted to start a podcast podcast all year long um it was just something I want to do like I like talking about stuff I like bringing an alternative perspective to stuff and I think that the internet allows me to have a very direct platform to do so um but the it was kind of challenging thinking about like what do I want it to be about like I know at one point because I am interviewed well earlier this year I was interviewed on someone else's podcast might have been at the end of last year either the end of last year or earlier this year I was interviewed in someone else's podcast and that made me want to do like more interview style things where I just got to talk with people and gain other perspectives because that is important gaining other people's perspectives. But then I realized that's really limiting. Um, you know, there's a lot of people to talk to, but there, is, there are not a lot of people worth talking to. And so I kind of faced that, and then I was super excited to try to set that up in the beginning of the year, and then I'm like, wait, who am I even gonna bring on? Who am I gonna interview that have, that has interesting things to say? And like, I can think of people off the top of my head And I can think of multiple people off the top of my head, but then I'm like, what happens when I run through that list? And then and then I'm just on to finding random people who may or may not have something worthwhile to say. So then kind of I was like, okay, I have no idea what I want the general theme to be um, because there are other things I like, I love music, I love producing, um, I like tech, and these are things that I could talk about in a podcast, these are things that there are podcasts about right now, and that I could really just kind of slip into the market of, but then I decided, you know what, I want a podcast that can be about anything, I want a podcast that I can receive feedback, I can receive suggestions, um, and I can receive questions, I can receive challenges, and that would give me something new to talk about. So I so I decided why not make it a podcast that's about everything. And that way it gives me sort of that free reign to go ahead and decide what's important right then and what needs to be talked about right then. Right. Because there's there's things that at certain times, we need to talk about as a society, um, as friends, as family. There's things that come up that it's like we need to talk about this right now, and it, it, it needs to be brought to light. And so. And that's what I kind of want to do with this podcast. So this is the first episode. The first episode I decided will be about kind of a recap of 2019. Um, I am recording this on the last day of 2019. So I was like, it's it feels very appropriate to talk about like some of the crazy things that happened in 2019. So there's a lot. Of stuff that happened in 2019 and I'm not even gonna pretend like I'm gonna try to cover it all like like whatever industry you look at there's something that happened in 2019 I just picked five things that I saw as whoa to talk about happening in 2019 so I'm just gonna get right into it without further ado and the first thing first crazy thing I wanted to talk about that happened in 2019 was Jeffrey Epstein's suicide now you can't see me but I hope you can hear it in my voice the word suicide was put in 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 air quotes that is in quotes um if you know me personally you know that I like to question things I like to hear things and then say mmm but what about this but what about this and i i found myself doing that with jeffrey epstein in his case a lot um this is actually something i followed pretty regularly because i'm like i don't want to be left in the dark and just because like kind of the severity of it jeffrey epstein was someone prominent so so you know what for those of you who don't know who jeffrey epstein was um this was like this real rich millionaire billionaire whatever uh financer he had really like elite ties ties to current and former presidents he had ties to celebrities uh people in the royal family um just this man he knew everybody he was good with money whatever and he had made a name for himself um this man was very, very rich, had his own little private island, jets, multiple different properties, this, that, and the third. Your tip kind of your typical rich guy. Um and so one interesting thing about Jeffrey Epstein, which I did not know until I really started to look into his case after stuff that happened this year, was in 2007, Jeffrey Epstein was accused of sex trafficking, uh, and he was he was facing charges for that, um, but he reached a really good plea deal. Um, back then that virtually made it so that this man was able to walk out of there a free man uh, he was able to work throughout his little time that he was serving quote-unquote so it there was kind of like these holes but then so in 2019 Jeffrey Epstein was arrested on suspicion of sex trafficking of underage girls Um, he was arrested in New York city. That's where he was going to go to court. Um, so, you know, Jeffrey, things happen. Jeffrey Epstein, this really wealthy, rich guy with ties to very, very, uh, prominent figures in our society. Um, he pulls up to court, does his thing, and he ends up being found guilty of, what he was being accused of of the sex trafficking charges and he gets sent to jail and while Jeffrey Epstein is in jail he kills himself and so like this kind of would just look like kind of whatever but this case was really really publicized so most people who have access to the internet and kind of try to stay even remotely up to date on what's happening will know who Jeffrey Epstein is. And I I don't I don't personally know anyone and I sure hope that there is not anyone out there who is like on this man's side saying he is a good guy. No, I think that as a society, no matter how bad you view our society, we can look at somebody who's like a pedophile or who abuses minors in some sort of way and say that is a terrible person and we want them to be punished and that was kind of the general outlook that was not the outlook of epstein in 2007 there's really like it was not as publicized not as many people were onto it not many people even knew who he was so he kind of slipped under the radar this time he didn't and then he gets busted sent to jail and kills himself and what makes it look really sketchy is the fact that he had ties to prominent people and that's what made me like oh my goodness like what's going on this man's just killed himself like oh my gosh that just seems kind of weird um there is pictures of him with like everyone with everybody influential there's pictures of him with like the Clintons Trump celebrities da 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 this man's new people and he had his little connections so he knew a lot of wealthy people and all of a sudden he gets charged with this very serious thing and he offs himself it just looks odd you know it just looks odd like a lot of people had a lot to lose that's the thing that's one thing when you know when when you're kind of you've built your life around this almost sense of anon, anon, anonymity i don't know if i'm saying that right when you build your your life around this whole idea of being a person who's behind the scenes like Jeffrey Epstein did you know he's like a financer he's not out there he doesn't have his own show he's not running for some office he's just kind of a behind the scenes kind of guy and um but it's different when you have all these other people who have lots to lose. They have careers to lose. They have offices to be thrown out of. They have, you know, all these things that they could lose, huge money-making opportunities to lose. And when they get dragged into it, a lot of them, and then all of a sudden somebody who they're tied to gets busted. They're all associated with him and he dies. It just looks kind of odd. Like it just looks like there's a lot of people who would have benefited with Jeffrey Epstein never being uh, given a trial, nothing ever really truly coming to light, like when talking about the truth, nothing ever really coming to light because then a lot of people are protected when he's just remained silent and even more protected when he's dead because dead men tell no tales. They can't speak, you know? You're in the ground, you're done for. So. It's just odd. This whole case looks odd. And then the things that came after it were weird. So one of the biggest, like, stories that came out that I noticed um, was reported on. I saw it reported on by Project Veritas. Uh, They reported it on it in November 5th. And this was kind of like a boom bombshell story that showed, like, wow, there might be something else going on. And this was quite a while after the whole thing had happened um the title of the article was leaked insider recording from abc news reveals network executives killed bombshell story implicating jeffrey epstein so what's wild about this is that there was like this woman it's like the hot mic thing when their microphone's on they don't know or they're not thinking about the fact that people are listening to what they're saying but they're gonna say whatever they're saying anyway and it was this this one anchor talking about like oh pretty much we had information on Jeffrey Epstein and we didn't say anything like the one quote that's like the main one uh and the article is like I've had this interview this is this is what she said i've had this interview with virginia roberts um an alleged epstein victim we would not put it on the air and she said that she was told who's jeffrey epstein no one knows who that is it's a stupid story so it doesn't sound like it's her directly who was like oh i received this story and i'm gonna bury it on my own or i'm just gonna ignore it or i'm gonna misreport it sounds like this was an interview that happened she brought it to producers or whatever, or, or, or whoever. And then they were like, we're not airing this story. And I like that quote of who's Jeffrey Epstein? Because I think a lot of people before this were on that, myself included, were on that wave of who's Jeffrey Epstein, right? But that story right there would have messed things up for other people, it really seems like. um, And it just, I don't know, it just ain't... It's just weird because ABC is like a Disney owned company and Disney is this large mammoth company with ties to like everything and everyone and they're one of the big five media companies who controls like the majority of the media and it's just like you know it's just weird that they would kill this story this is a this is an informative piece that they would have had an alleged uh an alleged victim comes out and 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 wants to speak what happened to this whole me too thing where we're gonna listen to women what happened to this whole thing where we're going to hold people in power accountable um I'm going to make a connection here. And some people might hate this connection that I'm making it. And some people might love this connection. But I think of the things that happened with Justice Kavanaugh when he was about to be uh, voted on to the Supreme Court. And like they had like loose stories from other women. Uh, They had their main witness, which was uh, I'm not sure christine blazey i don't know that that middle name or her maiden name or what that is christine blazeley ford or whatever uh her actual name is they had her as like their main witness and she was out there making accusations whatever but they had like other people who were like these other accusers who were not as solid as their first witness or their first accuser was but they were still willing to run. Like so many of these mainstream news networks were willing to run with these stories regardless. Um, but then something comes out with Jeffrey Epstein and it's like the response is like, Who? I don't even know him. Or this story's gonna die. No. No, this would've fit right in. This story would've fit right on in with this whole new thing that we're doing as a society where we're hold well that i thought we were doing as a society because these same news networks are the ones who are willing to give airtime to other accusers but when it's an accuser who has so many prominent ties to so many powerful people then it becomes wait who was this we can't do anything about that and then they kill the story I'm pretty sure that woman ended up getting fired, the one who was caught on this hot mic of saying this. Um, I don't have any articles on that up right now, but I I remember reading something about the fact that she was punished in some way for, for being a part of that, which is even more sketchy. Like, I understand that news networks these days are about their ratings. It's about the viewers. You cannot run a story that is going to make you virtually no money because you have nobody watching it but people I, I i don't know i personally think that people would have watched that i think that that's something that would have opened up this whole new thing that's something that would have um really you know caused these other accusers to come forward earlier while Epstein was still alive you know we there was a chance that this man could have been held ac- accountable and even been punished. And then you had people literally step in the way and say, mm, but how about no? And I just think that that's really sketchy and really messed up. Um so that is what it is um some other things that were really weird in this epstein case were like things that were found in this man's houses and on his properties after he had died two of the main things that i saw that i'm like whoa like they found this that is weird in the house uh the first one is this large painting that epstein had in in one of his townhomes of bill clinton Wearing a blue dress and red heels sitting in this chair. I believe he was supposed to be like in the painting. It was supposed to be in the Oval Office. (laughs) WTF. What? Okay, so you have, that's weird. Even, I mean, it it looks like Epstein and Clinton were pretty tight. They might have been bros, whatever um but i know the people i'm pretty tight with and I, i'm bros with the dudes that i'm tight with and i'm bros with i don't have pictures of them in my house wearing a blue dress and red heels and i don't know anyone else who is doing that either that's weird that's just freaking weird right there honestly there's nothing there's no way around that um they said that in that home also that Epstein kept a mannequin hanging from the ceiling dressed up in a wedding gown um and I don't know it's just like weird and I understand that like people have different interests and people are into different things but that's not that doesn't stop it from being weird that doesn't just stop it from being like just a really weird situation um so he had that another one that he had was this painting of george bush baby bush not not papa bush baby bush um the one that loves war so much um he had this painting of him sitting with like sitting crisscross applesauce in the oval office once again in the oval office depicted in this painting um with him like playing with blocks, like a f***ing toddler, what, like, I don't, I don't know, that's just, to me, that's weird, that's just weird, that, like, you're this really prominent person, and, and, and you have ties to all these people, and in your house, in your house, you have, like, paintings of them depicted as, like, cross-dressers, and you have paintings of them depicted as like toddlers and this wouldn't be as weird if these were just random people but these are two former presidents why is this man friends with presidents why is this man hanging out with presidents that's that's also like a huge weird thing you know there's just so many pictures of this man with like various people and even with Donald Trump, they were buddy-buddy at one point, too. Just like he has just like all these ties to these people. And it's just kind of like, okay. And all this stuff happens and these people are silent on it. Bill Clinton, what was that painting doing in Jeffrey Epstein's house? At Bill Clinton, I think we deserve to know. That's freaking weird, dude. That is weird. Um, What would Hillary think? Hmm? How does Hillary feel about her husband being depicted as a man wearing a blue dress with red heels hanging in another man's house? Hillary, why are you silent on that too? Um, if I found out, I don't know, I'd be kind of honored if I found out that I had a spouse that had a painting of them hanging in like a rich person's house. Like, I'd be like, oh wow, like. Like look at you kind of made it, but it'd also be really sketched out and I'd be like, Why? Like like what the heck? So the Epstein case was just freaking weird. Between all of these things, like these paintings, these weird paintings, all the accusations that happened, and then like people actually killing stories, it's just weird. Um there's a lot uh one thing is is there's a lot of allegations that go along and we do have to remember not everyone's telling the truth and it's so easy to point to a few weird things like like that those paintings in the house those are real because they like photographed them whatever um his ties to prominent people those are real because there's like picture evidence of those people being together uh there's a lot of accusers out there of what Jeffrey Epstein did I mean he was being charged with sex sex trafficking so it's very 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 likely that that is the truth but then there's like other stuff that goes on that you're not totally sure if it's true or not and so I would say kind of like you have to be weary of that like I'm sure that there's a lot of accusations out there about this man that are just people jumping on a bandwagon and being like hey let's make this look even more messed up than it is and one dangerous thing when you do that is the more you sort of tack on and add on the more it takes away from the attention of the genuine issues and that just waters down um cases against somebody that just i don't know it when it comes out that people have a ton of accusations against them like you know we have our base accusations here that we can definitely prove but then you have a ton of miscellaneous accusations and when it comes out all of a sudden that those a lot of those miscellaneous accusations just aren't true then it becomes that person can really and almost rightfully so be like hey i'm not that bad yeah i did this atrocity but at least i didn't do that thing that I'm being accused of at least I wasn't part of that thing that I was accused of being a part of and so it's just kind of like I this is so stupid to say but it's just I wish people wouldn't make things up because in situations like this and yeah no like that's like a dumb request because of course people are going to make things up like people love attention and people love to be part of things but like in situations like this y'all don't have to make anything up this man already had a lot going against him, and it's just, I don't know, now he's dead, quote-unquote, or maybe he's still alive, living his worst life, right, because even if you were to be like, oh, I'm gonna have, like, these other prominent people help me fake my death, whatever, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you can't, you're always gonna be in the shadows, you can never come back out of the shadows, like, Yeah, public opinion is a lot of times stupid, but public opinion will kill you. Public opinion will, and I say kill you, but it'll, like, socially kill you. Public opinion will make it so that, like, you can't even walk down the street properly. Like, look at somebody like George Zimmerman. He's not dead, but honestly, like, at that point, he might as well just be some hermit, some shut-in that never leaves his house because his life is ruined. There's nobody looking at that man who's like, mm Zimmerman, George Zimmerman, that's a great guy, nobody's doing that, everybody's ready to be like, oh, no, F you, dude, you're an awful person, and yeah, that guy was, a, excuse my language, that guy was a douchebag, like, I, I, there was other stuff that came out, out after his whole case, and just, he didn't look great, but let me let me stop getting off track, Um, and back to Epstein. Um, I'm not going to go into the whole story of Epstein, but it was just weird. It was one of the most wild things to happen throughout the year. Um, I remember, like, looking at when his, like, it was like, okay, like, he's arrested, he's in jail now, now he's awaiting trial, and I'm like, what's going to happen next? And of course, in my head, I'm like, oh, he's, he's probably going to die. Like, there's going to be something, he's probably going to die. Um, and like, of course, that was in the back of my mind, but like, I don't know, an optimistic side of me wanted like, wanted this to all pan out, and I wanted to see what was gonna happen, but he, you know, uh, allegedly he's no longer with us, so that this is just something that it's kind of like, oh, we're gonna just bury this and move on, and that's what the mainstream media did. Oh, Epstein died, that's it, we're not gonna look really any, don't look over there, look over here, and they went on to reporting on whatever it is, they report about they they report on Trump a lot. That's probably what they immediate. I can't remember what they immediately went to after that, but it was probably something with Trump. It's it's always something with Trump in the media. They're the they're the man that they love to hate. So that's Epstein. And speaking of powerful pedophiles, um, let's talk about Kevin Spacey, um. Kevin Spacey is a weirdo. Uh I first heard of Kevin Spacey when I watched this movie. I don't even remember how old I was called Pay It Forward. And in it Spacey plays like this teacher who's a burn victim and like there's this little boy in his class who's all about paying goodness forward and you know, it's just one of those movies and decent movie. The guy's a, guy's a pretty decent actor. Horrible human being though. Horrible, horrible human being. Um, I don't remember exactly when, but it pretty much just came out. I think 2016 this happened. Uh, it came out that Kevin Spacey is a pedophile and he was charged with assault or some i i'm not looking at it right now so i don't want to say what it was and be wrong but pretty much this man was accused and found to be a pedophile and once again what happens when you have like these powerful these powerful men it comes out about them and then boom these accusers start crawling out the woodwork and they're like oh my gosh like y'all thought you knew who this person was no let's get him and i like that that happens i think that if you do something bad Something heinous like that, and you were supposed to be somebody who was like influential. Be called out. You deserve it. You really, really, really deserve it. So, one weird thing, and this actually happened really lately. This this happened like this this week, last week, whatever. Um, whenever the twenty sixth was, I think it was last week. I'm not looking at the calendar right now. Uh, yeah, it was last week. Um, so what it i it was so actually i'll start with this on, on on christmas uh kevin spacey so he was the he was like the the lead of this netflix show house of cards uh political show i really like that show i don't like kevin spacey i don't like anything that he stands for but that was a really good show why lie that was a really great show um will i ever watch it again i don't know because it has spacey all over it but it was a good show um and so like kevin spacey has been releasing like these cryptic videos i think there was one other that he did like last year that's all like him in the character of frank underwood so for any of you that have seen house of cards you know how frank underwood was in that show like hardcore just you know straight like savage he really just you know took never took no for an answer always was gonna do whatever he wanted um and that was the character right there just like this really honestly horrible horrible guy but you got to see the ins and outs of his career so you as the viewer had like this different view of him like you got to see who he really was quote unquote so whatever 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 Uh, That's his character. He's releasing these videos. I remember I watched the first one and I watched that and I'm like what this is after he got like Kicked off the show whatever the stuff came out against him And he uploads this video of him in full character of Frank Underwood, you know sitting there monotone voice just like blah 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 talking about pretty much talking about how like I am some sort of victim that's the vibe I got from it, and of course, everyone's just like, shut up, be gone, you know, let's get our anti-Kevin, uh, Kevin Spacey spray, and spray the shit out of this area, because this dude has got to go, so then, that goes by, he's kind of been like, he's kind of been like, you know, low-key lately, he's not really been out there, um, And then on Christmas, he releases this video called Kill Them With Kindness, talking about, like, oh, like, the theme of this video is pretty much, like, oh, people are gonna say things about you. But the biggest thing that you can do is kill them with kindness. Cryptic, weird, creepy, like, get out of here, Kevin Rapey, get out, like, whatever. But then the weird thing was, is the next day, one of his accusers died. Um... And, yeah, that's just sketchy. That's freaking weird. Um, I don't know, like, this whole thing about, oh, kill them with kindness. He was in the middle of his lawsuit. Um, I'm looking at an article from the Washington Examiner right now about it. And, yeah, he died by, quote-unquote, suicide. So, yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't be as sketchy if that wasn't the like fourth Kevin Spacey accuser to die. Like what? And guess 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 who this man, Kevin Spacey, has been photographed with? Jeffrey Epstein. Oh my gosh. Whoa. Weird. Kevin Spacey's not in jail and dead, but his accusers are dead. Hmm. Hmm. Weird just weird. I don't I, I don't know. That's that I I just see that as like one of the big crazy things that happened in 2019 because it says something. It says something about these powerful people when they get accused of something and like a couple of things have the the possibility of happening. Everybody just looks at this person and calls them a crazy liar. These people are heard, these people are punished and then I don't know, like they die in jail or they just You know they get publicly shamed and then then and then we move on like harvey weinstein like he's not like he was found guilty and whatever but he's just like out there living so like whatever and i mean is that really true justice that these people had these things done to them and then they're the people who did this to them are just like walking around like quick trip to target like what and then or like the third thing is you accuse and then you die at the Clintons. There's definitely been there's definitely been a, like some of that with them. Like people who accuse them of stuff just always magically end up dead. So, I uh, I don't know. Uh hopefully none of you are planning on becoming rich and evil. But if you are, those are those are the results of what will happen if somebody accuses you. It's messed up. It's it's stupid. So, that's Kevin Spacey and that's I don't know that's as much time as that man's deserves um a third crazy thing to happen this year was the Trump impeachment the circus as I call it um oh my gosh so like it just right now I'm like I have like an article pulled up and it's just like Nancy Pelosi hitting this gavel, and I'm, it just made me roll my eyes instantly. Cause it's just honestly, like, I one hundred percent understand why people are like, I don't want anything to do with politics. I don't want to talk about it. Da, da 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 da. Because it's stupid. It's like so stupid at the end of the day. And like, there's so many people being so petulant. And it's weird because I don't like. This is the way that like kids will act. Like, even Trump, like, some t- there's just stuff that he does where it's like, th- dude, this is something that a child is going to do and, like, his opponents. It's like, this is stuff that children are doing and you guys are also doing it. So, like, what's good with that? So, the Trump impeachment happens. I guess it's a crazy thing because this is only the, what, the third time that someone has ever been impeached or has ever faced impeachment um has articles of impeachment drafted against them we had nixon do it clinton uh nixon not do it nixon had it done to him clinton had it done to him and now donald trump has it done to him and one uh, this is just crazy because like the unfolding of events on this is just weird so we have trump get into office and then we have like There was a couple of lawmakers, like, I know off the top of my head Rashida Tlaib, and then, like, there was this other guy, I don't know his name, I just know his face, um, that, that they're, they're all like, we need to impeach him, like, the only chance we'll have of winning the 2020 election is if we impeach him, these are Democrats saying that, by the way, um, that are like, oh, we need to impeach Trump. So then this whole, like, I kind of followed the impeachment trial, and, like, there was, like, things that I didn't get that were happening about it. So first thing that happens is, like, they get this letter or whatever. Somebody says something about, hey, there was this kind of messed up call that happened between Donald Trump and the president of Ukraine so then there's like this whistleblower that's there and representative Adam Schiff is all like no this is bad bad things are being done Trump is trying to get uh dirt on his political opponent Joe Biden which whether Joe Biden did something bad or not and it, like I mean if you look at these people he probably did something bad because like look at his son his son was on the board of that ukrainian company and was rich from like doing nothing um but that's like besides the point i do get where people would look at that and be like this guy is literally openly trying to find dirt on one of his political opponents it's just not the best look i mean it's it's politics it's what's gonna be done um trump is definitely not the only presidential candidate who's done something like this where they're like we're gonna go out of our way to try to find dirt on an opponent but it's just not a good look it's just kind of like petty and it just kind of like makes someone look weak when they're like oh i can only win when you look like or like i can only look good when you look bad like that kind of mentality is like like i was saying is so childish but this thing happens and then trump releases transcripts of his call which I guess they didn't expect him to do he just drops transcripts of this call and then that whole thing kind of falls apart like I noticed like they had this whistleblower didn't say who this whistleblower was and now there's nothing to be heard like if you look at that there's nothing to be heard about a whistleblower at all um and this is like what they were running on they were like we have like this testimony and that this is what we need and I guess it wasn't because there's like, where's, where's the whistleblower? What happened? Like you got, you guys acted like you have this. And then just like, it just turns into this whole circus of you have these people saying this and Donald Trump saying, no, don't talk to these people. And then being like, but he did this, that, and the third. So finally, whatever, this whole circus goes along and um, it's time to vote on impeachment and they find... They find him guilty of abuse of power and obstruction of contra- Congress and the abuse of power comes from him being accused, Don- him, Donald Trump being accused of, uh, withholding aid to the Ukraine until they gave him the things that he wanted. Even though, uh, the Ukrainian president and Donald Trump both are saying, you know, we never, that was never a thing. We ne- n- neither of us ever wanted anything from each other like that. The, uh, they're saying was no quid pro quo. So, like whatever. I mean, this stuff is uh, this stuff isn't going to happen and Donald Trump's not going to be like, "Oh yeah, I did that." Like we know who Trump is. We know his ego. We know how he is. Like he's not going to come out and be like, "Oh, this party of full of people that I don't like. Yes, I did what you're accusing me of." That's never that's no, that's not going to happen. So, I mean, it just turns into this whole thing of like he said she said, he did, she did type of thing. So they find him guilty. They want to impeach him. Um, And one odd thing I noticed that kind of happened post-impeachment is, like, Nancy Pelosi, like, this is not going to have a fair trial in the Senate. And so we might need to withhold it from uh, these articles from arriving at the Senate. And I'm just like, that is so petty. That is really, like, the pettiest thing. um, To be like, we don't think that we're going to be able to win and I'm sorry but he did not have a fair trial in the house like sure they didn't really put him on quote unquote trial they didn't do that that's not what the the house is doing they're just voting on these article impeach uh, articles of impeachment but it's not like they were fair in there it's not like they were fair in their process they like wouldn't allow certain witnesses to testify stuff like that. So it's like it's nobody was playing fair. And then now all of a sudden it's just like this thing of like well, it's not going to be fair, so we don't know if we want to participate. I'm taking my ball and going home. Like what? That is it's it's just like so petty and so childish. And I don't know. It's just it's just stupid like whatever. So it's gonna make its way to the senate eventually it, it, it might as well make its way to the senate because what are they gonna do be like yeah we drafted these articles of impeachment against him but now we're just gonna hold on to him like no point in doing that so they're gonna they're gonna send it to the senate uh personally i think that it's just like a stupid move so there's like a couple things that could be accomplished from impeaching your political parties or your Oppo- the opposing parties, parties, the opposing party, par- what am I doing? The opposing party's candidate. There we go. Finally. Um, so when you do that, like you can sort of take the look of like, this is going to kill this dude's approval rating. Like even the art alone of him being impeached is going to make him look so bad that nobody in their right mind would vote for him. That's not going to happen. American people have seen like the way that Democrats and Republicans and Democrats and Trump interact with each other So like I don't it's no surprise that this move is being made So it's not like this is gonna happen and like people are like, oh my gosh Like oh my gosh look at this brand new information that we just received about Donald Trump That is drastically gonna change the way that we're voting like it's just not gonna happen and I they I guess they've done their polls Which, a quick side note, these polls are BS. Like, I hate when I read, like, this new poll found this, right? Because I'm like, first of all, you're pulling, like, a fraction of people and letting that represent all sorts of these people, or all, like, a whole group of people. So I'll just say this, like, there's, like, these, like, uh, there's so many polls about, like, blacks think this, blacks think that, black Americans think this, blah, 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 blah. I can tell you... I've never been polled before in, like, well, one of these polls. I've never been po- pulled in one of these, like, national polls that they're, people are using to write news articles off of, but somehow there are 1,000 black people in America who are speaking for the rest of black people, according to these polls. It's ass backwards, but that's so beside, besides the point. Um... So the polls have come out. Apparently, this this impeachment is not in, hurting Donald Trump at all. It's actually helping him because his approval ratings have gone up, especially in his party. Uh, and his party loves him. Like the, the Republicans really like Donald Trump. Like that is their guy. That's that's the guy. He to them he is the guy. And so it's just like like that. Obviously, that's not gonna happen. That's the second way that like the second motive behind an impeachment is this dude actually did something wrong and we need him to be gone like he did something genuinely wrong but then you look at the charges that they brought against him and it's like abuse of power and obstruction of congress and like the way they connected it were very loose and like it affects politicians like these things these things that they're accusing him of, of are more like they affect politicians more than they do like regular American people. It seems like, like I don't, they're framing it in such a way like, Oh my gosh, Americans are suffering because of this. But are you really, how many people's lives were truly affected? American people's lives are truly affected when Donald Trump made a call to the president of the Ukraine. I, I'm not defending him by any means. Uh, Lord knows he has enough money and enough lawyers to do so himself. So I don't need to sit here and try to be defending Trump or be an apologist. But it's just like weird. It's just weird when you see these things happen. And it makes you look at everyone involved and be like, okay, like what is wrong with all of you? Like there, it's just so, it's so dumb. And like all this stuff comes out and it just becomes like a joke. Like, you know, they're voting on the impeachment and Donald Trump is literally making jokes about that very, that very night when the vote is happening. Donald Trump is in wherever he was making jokes to his rally, I think Michigan, to the people at his rally about the fact that Adam Schiff is ugly. You have Adam Schiff in here like, we need to impeach Donald Trump. And then you have Trump over here like, yeah, Adam Schiff is ugly. Like, it just, it it all looks so stupid. Like, it's all just like a game to all of them. And it's so weird because like, these are things like, I hope ever my listeners, my American listeners, know these are things you guys are paying for. So I guess that's how it affects the, the American people. These you we pay these people's salary, and here is what they're doing: literally acting like a middle school clique. That's what um like like Nancy Pelosi and her and like Chuck Schumer and like those prominent Democrats and like Donald Trump and like Mitch McConnell and like these they remind me of like like two feuding middle school groups so like over here you have like this like the preppy popular kids and then over here you have like the jocks or whatever like two groups that you would look at and typically would be like more of the popular quote-unquote ones and like they're like feuding right now and it's like oh my gosh like we see Donald Trump is like the quarterback of the school and like he has everyone in his pocket blah blah blah. we need to get him out like that's what it's like that's literally what it's like when you have this Shit happen and then on one side you have Nancy Pelosi be like mmm finger snap I'm not gonna have these articles of impeachment brought to the Senate and you have Donald Trump on the other side over here like "Mm -hmm, The people who are trying to impeach me are ugly like it's just you look at that and it's like I think that like most people were doing that kind of thing and doing that kind of behavior in like middle school and it's just, like, it's so dumb, and it just becomes, like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's this thing that could be really serious that's not serious at all, right? Because this is no, like, this is no Watergate all of a sudden, like, with Nixon. And he was being impeached on this things of, like, he did something wrong. All of a sudden here you have, like, it, it's just not the same. It's just, it's, like, foolishness. I don't know. It's just foolishness. And so that's why it's, like, one of the wild things to happen because it's literally, like, a freaking circus so there's that um another wild thing and this one I don't really have like many many articles to speak on I guess this one's more of just like a kind of like oh this is my opinion on it um it's like these like these new vaping regulations and like new tobacco laws so with the vaping regulations. I, I uh, someone needs to sit down and educate me on this or I need to sit down rather. No, someone doesn't need to sit me down and educate. I need to sit down and educate myself more on this. Cause I thought that all vaping products were being van- banned. Like I thought that that was it. Then I saw something about, no, it's only the flavors. Then it's just like, I. so I don't really know what's going on with like that side of it but here's what i will say on like this vaping crisis thing that they're saying it is yeah it is like ridiculously high usage of vaping and people did die like people died because of some of these vape products and like i understand that that's serious that's sad like rest in peace to the victims whatever but like i don't know millions of people i don't i'm gonna correct a lot of people die from smoking cigarettes a lot of people die from drinking alcohol and the only remedy to those things over the year has been to increase warning labels on the product and increase the age required to buy that product so these people i don't it's like crazy because like these people all of a sudden will die from cigarettes and it's just kind of like at this point it's like whatever but like people died from vape and then it's like oh my gosh like this is the worst thing in the world and we need action now and we need change right now and it's like and then all of a sudden people are like crying about it and i'm like what what it's crazy because like it's okay when people are dying from cigarettes because in states like new york that's fine we'll just tax them like 100 and make millions of dollars each year off of them but vaping we're not making as much money right now because we're not taxing it the same way we're taxing other tobacco products and people are dying oh my gosh action right now and it's just like like the the stark difference of those two things is just crazy to me and it's like the politicians who are leading this too like oh my gosh like like I, i'm pretty sure i remember seeing a video of the president like talking about like this is an atrocity da 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 this is a problem that needs to be fixed my guy my guy where is that same energy when it comes to cigarettes my guy, come on, like, I'm pulling out the calculator right now, and that shit just don't add up, so, that, that is what it is, also, um, they increased federally the age to buy tobacco products to 21, so to everyone who is 18 through 20, that sucks, <laughs> that really, really sucks, Um, I, like, people are gonna find their way to get their thing anyway, and, like, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna get their cigarettes, they're gonna get their, uh, they're gonna get their other tobacco, I don't know, their chew, um, they're gonna get their vapes, they're gonna get them regardless, but, like, that sucks. That sucks to be able to do something, and then all of a sudden, by law, you're no longer able to do that, and that actually happened to me. Uh, cause in my county, they changed it when I was, like, 19 or 20, and I'm like, I think it was when I was 20, because it wasn't that bad. Like, I, I remember being like, okay, it's not that bad because I'm almost 21, so I can go and, like, buy my, like, my vape products and just stuff like that. But, like, I don't know. It's just, it happened, and I'm like, okay, like, that is such bullshit. Like, you're not even grandfathered in or anything. You are just shit out of luck. And, like, oh, well. Like, I remember going to places and then being turned away and I'm like, this is the real walk of shame right here. Is the walk back to my car, empty-handed. Um, but I mean, you, <laughs> you, I don't mean to be a snitch, but y'all, y'all still know your places. Y'all still know your corner stores. Y'all still know like your people. Y'all still know. So I mean, people are like, I don't know. People are just gonna find a way to get these things. It's just that's life. Like you can take something away from people, but then they're gonna be like, okay, like if this is something I really want to do, I'm gonna do it anyway. So that's just another crazy thing that happened this year. And I say that that's crazy just because, like, it didn't make much sense. Um, And the last thing that is, like, kind of a crazy, wild thing that happened this year, um, and we're going to end on this one, is uh, 5G and kind of, like, this whole, it's finally coming mainstream. And so for those of you who don't know what 5G is, it's just this other network this other internet internet stuff I guess you could just call internet stuff um and 5g operates at higher ends of the spectrum um 5g has is uh depending on what kind of 5g you're looking at you can get like higher speeds or it can travel farther um but it's been expensive and so that's why like it's not been like consumer friendly for products and that's why it's been like you know, carriers have been slow on this wave. Um, I know before, uh, ATT, I think it is, has like their quote unquote five G E, I think they call it. And that's not real five G. That is just like their improved four G network, which I that's I don't know how they're getting away with calling it that, but that's if you have if you get that, you don't have real five G. I'm bursting your bubble right now. You are not using genuine five G. You need specific devices to uh use 5g so that's that um but it's kind of cool because 5g um especially with these boasted speeds this is gonna change the game for things um that like for internet devices that aren't smartphones so for things like cars and just like your devices at home the ones that connect like 5g is boasting a new network it's just faster newer stuff like that kind of the same pitch we heard when um it came uh going from like the 3g network to 4 or not that like from 4g to 4g lte like that kind of thing like an lte network and it was like a slower rollout with that too like you had to wait for um phones that were compatible to come out and like so it's just kind of cool to see that like this is a new huge kind of a huge thing for tech and it's gonna be game changing no matter which way it's fun and so I just thought that that was really cool and crazy um so Verizon and T-Mobile are kind of the two that are like spearheading this movement which I mean I respect it um T-Mobile was really waiting for their merger to with Sprint to complete and that has been like officialized a fit that's not a word is it that has been made official and everything and so um they went ahead and turned on their 5G network. And there's two kinds of different ways that these companies are approaching 5G. And I'll just talk about this because I think it's really cool. So there's one where they use a the 600 megahertz uh, spectrum. And T-Mobile spent a whole bunch of money to do this, whatever. Um, and they're able to just like kind of turn that on instantly. Um and start their 5G network. Uh, it's still slower because I think that there's only like five like flagship phones right now that are 5G phones. Um, the only one I know off the top of my head is like one of the Note 10s. Like the most expensive Note 10 is uh Samsung Galaxy Note 10. is a 5G phone. Uh, there's no 5G iPhones. There's not. It, it Like it's just like, it would have been kind of foolish for manufacturers to pour all this money into getting 5G chips into their phone just to have, like, two carriers be using it, and, like, not really, you know, it's just weird, so we'll probably see, it. probably every phone, almost every phone to hit that's coming from a a flagship, or, like, a main carrier, so, like, Apple, your Samsungs, uh, that, every flagship in 2020 from them is probably going to be a 5G phone. Uh, that's just my guess now. Um, but so T-Mobile is using that 600 megahertz spectrum. Um, and the biggest thing in that with that is like they get uh, a wider range with their connectivity. So for other people who use T-Mobile, I don't know if you notice this, but like you head into like the middle of a building and your service is just like dropping and it doesn't always go out. But like, I know I have this one classroom building at my school and like you kind of go like a little bit underground, but not really like you can still see outside um, for some of the classrooms. And like, I don't get good T-Mobile service in there, but I guess 5G will change things like that. Like their 5G will change things like that. It's not that much faster. It's faster, but not by much um, and so then, like, that's their thing. Like, they're able to turn that on. They're able to get that going. They're able to get that in. Like, people are going to be able to start using that. Uh, apparently, they can cover, like, 61% of the country with their 5G network right now, which is – that's impressive. That's impressive just to be able to do from, like, oh, we're just, like, turning something on or whatever – the technology behind that is um like verizon on the other hand though is using something called millimeter wave 5g um and that has insanely fast speeds like faster than any wi-fi network um like we're talking like you know really really fast um and like i read somewhere that this like the speeds with this millimeter wave 5g like you can stream like I don't know, they said, like, a bunch of movies in 4K, like, some wild number, like, 50, um, you can stream, like, 50 movies in 4K at the same time, on the same, like, little portion of network, or whatever, like, just, like, really fast, um, but the biggest problem with that is, is, like, there's, like, it it doesn't have very good connectivity, and, like, I was watching videos and stuff from my favorite tech YouTubers, um, about this and like they were like standing right near the tower and they would do things like walk down the street a little bit and they could no longer use the 5g network so like that millimeter wave one is like yeah you get really fast speeds but you can't use it many places so I, that's just I don't know that's just kind of like this nerdy technology stuff that I'm into but I think that's interesting and I think it's going to be game-changing Um, and you're going to start seeing 5G phones come out and I'd say if you want to future-proof your own devices when it comes time to upgrade get a 5G phone uh like because then you'll be able to use it if you don't care and like you're like my stuff is as fast like it's fast enough now so I don't really care like I guess it doesn't matter to you but if you're like into that kind of thing and you just want like the newest cutting edge technology in every aspect, get a 5G phone. Um, I don't know, have faster speeds. So that is a recap of five crazy things that happened in 2019 that I saw. Um, There's lots of stuff, like I said earlier, there's a lot of stuff that happened in 2019. Um, but I couldn't even begin to cover all of it because there's just so much that goes on in any given year, in any given place. Um, so I hope that you all enjoyed this premiere episode of The Isaiah Show. Um, I don't know exactly when this is going to be posted, but it'll be posted soon. Um, I will link any links that I mentioned. I think I li- mentioned a couple in the, in the show notes. Um, if you have something that you think that I should talk about, uh, you can see my Twitter. My Twitter should be linked in the description or whatever as well. Um, so go ahead and tweet me. Send me a DM. Be like, listen, I like this and you should talk about this. Or I hate this and you should talk about this instead. Um, if you want to come on the podcast, hit me up. Tell me what you want to talk about and we'll make it happen. I would love to have some guests on here. Um, I think it'll get boring quickly if this podcast is only ever me speaking. So if you want to be on the podcast, hit me up. Um, uh, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to the first episode of The Isaiah Show. Uh, have a great New Year's. Stay safe. Don't do anything dumb. Um, and go into 2020 being positive everyone it doesn't matter what happened in 2019 because guess what 2019 is about to be over and you're free from that you're free from the things that happened those aren't holding you anymore so go into 2020 being positive with a good attitude you know it's starting tomorrow so just go in there be positive be happy things are gonna get better They just have to. So thank you all for listening. Happy 2019. Happy 2020. And I look forward to bringing you all another episode of The Isaiah Show.